Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Monday, a start of a new week. And my goodness, do we have a lot to discuss. Over the weekend, the truck convoy in Ottawa, in Canada, finally arrived in the nation's capital right outside of Parliament. So they have completely shut down the streets around Parliament. And they have been in their trucks, honking their horns for two or three days now the media is trying to claim that they are leaving i just uh i just watched a live stream just before we went to air um from viva fry he's the lawyer um does great youtube videos up in canada he was walking around and the trucks are not leaving um so the media is trying to goad more trucks into leaving but it doesn't look like they're going to leave i know that they've raised millions of dollars the organizers claim that they have enough money to keep the trucks there for two to four years. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know if they will refrain from towing them for two to four years, but that just goes to show how much money they have raised here. And it it stands directly in contrast to what Justin Trudeau said just a couple days ago, that these truckers were, quote unquote, fringe minorities. I want to play this, and then we're going to get into the leftists and their reactions because it really is priceless. This is we're, we're going to go salt mining today, guys. We're going to mine for the salt, the salty leftists. Before we go to that, I want to play this cut from Justin Trudeau, Mr. Producer. Play cut number B one, B one. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Next question. So first of all, I have questions. Why are there two sign language interpreters? There's a woman and a man. Is that because there's American Sign Language and Canadian Sign Language? That, that would have to be. Maybe there's a, a French Sign Language for Quebec. That wouldn't actually surprise me if Quebec demanded that they had their own French Sign Language. That was a little strange, but probably a good reason for it. They're probably not speaking the same language. That would just be redundant. He mentions a couple things here that they this is a fringe minority. We're going to show you some clips in a second. You can ask yourself whether or not this truly is a fringe minority, or whether they are the majority. He also said that for the last two years, Canadians have been doing their part to protect one another. This is something we've been talking about on the podcast for a long time, which is a perversion of what medicine is supposed to be. When you go to a doctor to get medical care, it's supposed to be to help yourself. In some instances, when you have a really young child or someone who's elderly in your home, you will do things, you, you'll have procedures, take vaccines, take medicines to protect them. But never before have we ever had a system of medicine that required people to take 
a vaccine to protect people that they don't know. You can say that it, it's for the best, best of the community, and maybe it is, right? But that's not something that the powers that be have the authority just to impose upon you. You go and get medical treatments based on what's best for you, right? What is best for you and your health to make sure that you don't have an allergic reaction. But that's been completely flipped on its head, and, and it's been flipped on its head the most, perhaps, in Canada. But when he says that these are fringe minorities, this is going to be something that we talk about over and over and over again. 90%, it's estimated that 90% of truckers in Canada are vaccinated. Now, it's probably very high. There's probably a lot of false reports in there. But most truckers in Canada are vaccinated. That's not what this protest is about. This protest is not anti-vaccine. This protest is anti-mandate. And what we've seen over the past couple of days is many of these, most of the truckers there, are vaccinated. They just don't believe the government has the power to force anyone else to get vaccinated. So Trudeau's way off the mark here when he talks about this being a fringe minority, because it's not just trying to pit the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. I mean, that's their end goal to make you hate your neighbors, to make you despise the other, to create this false dichotomy, to put neighbor against neighbor while they're sitting pretty in their, in their penthouses or their ivory towers watching us rip each other apart. That's their ultimate goal. But this isn't about that. This isn't about vax versus unvax. This is about freedom versus tyranny, which is why so many of the truckers in Ottawa today are vaccinated voluntarily, but they oppose the government's ability to force anyone to get vaccinated. This is a far cry, by the way, from what Justin Trudeau was saying just a couple years ago about truckers. If we put up uh, image A0, A0, just two years ago, Justin Trudeau tweeted out, quote, while many of us are working from home, there are others who aren't able to do that, like the truck drivers who are working day and night to make sure our shelves are stocked. So when you can, please thank a trucker, hashtag thank a trucker for everything they're doing and help them however you can. That's a far cry from what Justin Trudeau and his allies are saying today. They are not leading with hashtag thank a trucker. They're calling them terrorists. They're ta- they calling them fringe radicals. They're calling them white supremacists, all because they believe that, that the individual should be able to make the decision over what gets injected into their body. And that any government that either by force forces them to or coerces them into getting an injection by holding something over their head, like their ability to feed their family, their ability to pay their mortgage, that that is just fundamentally unjust. So Justin Trudeau, the coward that he is, he has fled Ottawa. He is gone. He is not there. There are rumors that he's in Florida. Wouldn't that be hilarious if he went to Miami Beach, Florida to escape the truckers in Canada? We're going to have a hard time finding Justin Trudeau because as everyone knows, Justin Trudeau is a master of disguise. Let's go ahead and put up image number one, Mr. Producer. These are Justin Trudeau's many disguises. Obviously, you have blackface Trudeau. You have Native American Trudeau. You have (laughs) blue-collar construction worker Trudeau. Right? You have blackface as an Indian. Dot, not feather, Trudeau. Cowboy Trudeau. Actual Indian. Dot, not feather, Trudeau. Superman Trudeau. um, Inspector Trudeau. Lawrence of Arabia Trudeau. 
It's cold outside Trudeau. And I don't know where they got this. This has to be the first there. Nazi Trudeau. That is actually his main base form. Nazi Trudeau is his base form. It's going to be hard to find him. Because Trudeau is a man of many disguises. He's a man of many, many disguises. So he says that this is a fringe minority. I want to show you what that fringe minority looks like. Mr. Producer, put up B5. Cut B5. This is what that fringe minority looks like. It's a pretty big fringe minority. Here's the crazy part. I didn't believe this was true, but it actually is true. They started looping the videos and they've pulled it down so i can't pull it now these videos are getting pulled down off of social media just as fast as they get up um i was up till 3 a.m pulling some of these cuts some of these images just to make sure that they didn't get deleted this morning people editing their posts because we're going to be talking about liberals freaking out apparently they looped the footage uh, in front of parliament to make it seem like no one was there they were shutting down highway cameras on the way to Ottawa so people couldn't see the truckers. They're trying to make people think that this isn't happening. But you can't have this many truck truckers shutting down, causing gridlock in the capital, and have people just pretend that it didn't happen. And there's more truckers on the way. These truckers are apparently coming from Saskatchewan. Mr. Bruce, let's play B6. Cut B6. Those are a lot of trucks, so we can cut it. I don't want to get in trouble for the music. I forgot there was the music. There are a lot of trucks on their way, and the police are actually setting up roadblocks outside of Ottawa to stop more trucks from entering. Huh. Yeah. But other than that, police are being pretty hands-off. <clears throat> they're going around. They're, they're trying to break up fights, disagreements, de-escalate. But there haven't been any arrests that I know of, at least up until this morning. Very minimal towing. I think there were a couple instances where trucks were parked in front of ambulance bays. So they got towed, but they're running into trouble. As we'll see later, the tow truck drivers support the truckers. No surprise there, really. The, the tow truck drivers support the truckers. The police support the truckers. A lot of local businesses support the truckers. So they're there. And as I said, they claim to have enough money for two to four years. I want to show this. This is a put up image A2, and we're going to stick with A's right now. So I don't have to. We're going to go through the images now. A2. This is Jagmeet Singh. He is the leader of the NDP party, which is apparently the third most popular party in Canada. Here's what he tweeted out. Here's what he tweeted out on the 29th of January as this was all starting. He said, today we commemorate five years since a terrorist attacked and murdered Muslims in Quebec City Mosque. We said never again. And today, conservative MPs have endorsed a convoy led by those that claim the superiority of the white bloodline and equate Islam to a disease. This is this is how the left operates, right? I'm sure somewhere in this gigantic protest, there's a white supremacist. I mean, I think they're pretty rare in, in Canada, but I'm sure there's one there. If there isn't one, the feds, what are they called in Canada? Are they called feds? Even if there isn't, there's a fed pretending to be. And I'm sure there's people who hate Muslims there, but they identify the fringe part and they try and use that to describe the protest as a whole. But that was from the, the leader of the third most popular party in Canada.
So as we go through this, we're going to be talking a lot about the horns, the different horns that, that the trucks are using. And there is one horn that keeps coming up over and over again on social media, on Reddit, on different forums. Liberals are freaking out over this because one of the trucks, at least one of the trucks, brought a train horn. So not just a truck horn, which is loud enough as it is, brought an actual air-powered train horn. And before we start talking about the leftists freaking out over this train horn, <laughs> I want to let you hear what it sounds like. So Mr. Producer, let's play cut B7, B7. Come yet. There it is. There it is. Not just your, your truck horn, an actual train horn. So as we go through this, realize there are people in those buildings, leftist liberals, living in these buildings, surrounded by all this honking, and this guy keeps laying on the train horn all night long, all day long, and they are they're claiming PTSD over it. So as we go through these these images, these screenshots of liberals freaking out, notice how it, it slowly descends into madness. Let's put up A3, A3. This is one liberal saying, call in the cavalry and get rid of them. They can protest like everyone else has in the past on the hill lawn standing. No blockages by trucks or cars should be allowed. And that noise pollution is unacceptable. Give out the fines and tow them away. Act like police should do. Oh my goodness. This is truly a unifying moment. The protesters turned leftists into pro-police. <laughs> they did it. They did it. This next one, I'm going to skip that one because it's really long. Put up A A5. They're calling these guys the Flu Trucks Clan. That's really, that's really uh, original. This guy on Reddit says, when the Flu Trucks Clan finally leaves, can we make a list of all the businesses that went out of their way to cater them? I want to know where not to go. And then they're listing all the businesses that are selling them food, selling them different goods. Because why wouldn't you? You're in business. It's been hard enough these last couple of years. Why wouldn't you? They're now trying to create a boycott. And we put up image six. They're also trying to dox as many of the truckers as possible. If you're out on a stroll, this guy says, it may be worthwhile to snap shots of as many license plates as possible. Faces too. If things escalate, it's going to be good to be able to dox as many of these effers as possible. Not going to say the word because this is a family show after all. Go to A7. This is where it gets really weird. They're claiming that one third of all truckers are immigrants. They are watching this unfold while sipping on Indian chai tea and living in million dollar homes. This was never about mandate. This convoy has everything to do with a deep seated hatred of the colored man. This makes no sense. I don't know what this means. What does this mean? And it has the little meme attached with the Jackie Chan trying to figure it out. I don't understand. So the truckers are anti-truckers because they're anti-colored man. None of this makes sense. You can see how the honking is starting to really get to them. This one's funny if you put up image eight. This is from a guy who goes by Blue Door Hinge. Ottawans, once this is over, don't forget that the authorities in our large city spent the weekend allowing these Nazis, racists, uncivilized to do whatever they please. At no point did any police announcement say that they would protect the citizens of our city. Instead, they just informed us that this behavior would continue and that we should stay out of the demonstrator's way. 
Our police force has a budget of $345 million and constantly beg for budget increases, also that when the city needs them, they can hide behind a thinly veiled excuse of wanting to prevent confrontation. I'm not going to bring up what would happen if these demonstrators had any other motive, because no matter what, when we are treated like second-class citizens in our own city, we expect one thing from the authorities, and that is to act in the best interest of us and our city. So this is how you know it's completely flipped it. These truckers are here because they're saying, hey, we are not going to be a second-class citizen. We're not going to be forced to, to turn away contracts because we're not vaccinated. This is ridiculous. Now the leftists are claiming that they are second-class citizens because they can't get sleep because of the train horn. Skip ahead to image 10. This is pretty funny. This guy <laughs> goes by bird scales. Getting extremely re real here. Is anyone worried about not being able to talk to your family after this? I told my parents I'm worried because they are far there are far-right terrorists in my city and my friends are too scared to leave their apartments and my dad called me stupid. And it's free speech or whatever. My mom is in full support after being brainwashed by Facebook. They would have never acted like this a few years ago. I'm going insane. Is there a way to pull them back from this? Anyone else need a hug? LOL. And, and the guy, he gets responses. What if you're the one who's brainwashed? <laughs> Did you ever think? Maybe you're the one that's brainwashed. Ever thought of that? Nope. Never thought of that. He never thought of that. And already they are pushing the nonsense that this is going to cause a new COVID spike. Put up image 12. Say this is gonna, there's gonna be a spike in COVID cases, isn't there? <laughs> Next one says, Did you see how tightly packed the crowd on Wellington was? They better hope the cold air stops Omicron because they certainly weren't many masks out there. Other guy says, This is my main worry here. This is gonna be the biggest outbreak in Ottawa since the pandemic started. Also, the air smells awful and it makes me sad. This is all real, guys. All real. Fourth guy says, as a student who finally gets to go back to school, if these selfish jerks make us go back online, I think I will legitimately scream. Here's, here's how backwards this is. These protesters are protesting against things like online learning, against mandates, against ridiculous restrictions. So they're so warped and so twisted, they think that the protesters are the ones that are actually violating their rights, violating their liberties, oppressing them. This is funny. And this is a meme that's going to come up a few times. This is Pepe the Frog dressed as a clown. This has become one of the online, one of the online mascots for this whole thing. If we put up image 13, this is how you know the left's priorities are completely warped. I lived in Ottawa for seven years. Protests frequently go down my street. I have never seen anything that's horrible and disgusting as this. Semis parked all the way in, down in front of my house, idling, lights flashing, honking, and they're blocking the bike lane. Angry emoji face. And they are blocking the bike lane. The horror. The humanity. <laughs> they're blocking the bike lane, people. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? They're calling this the honkening. Honkageddon. They're blocking the bike lane. <clears throat> Go ahead and put up image 14. Let's hope they start towing, one guy says. Another one responds, I was talking to OPS officers at the War Museum. They claimed that they were ticketing and towing, but the tow truck drivers are on the sides of the protesters. 
<laughs> so towing was scaled back. <clears throat> Due to the size and scale of things, they are essentially just monitoring crazy, but apparently next time there's a football or soccer game, we can all just turn off our cars in the middle of bank. And if enough of us do it, no tickets or worries about being towed. This is something that they are going to realize. This is not this is not just a mandate protest. This is a workers protest. This is something the left claims that they've always supported. The rights of blue collar workers, of the working man, to fight for their rights, to fight against big, powerful, entrenched interests. It's not just cross-country trucking, the shippers. It's also the tow truck drivers. It's also the police, right? This is about, this is, this is a class battle. Because again, they were treated as heroes last year, but now they're being treated as Nazis because they dare speak up. And this is where it starts to turn. So on Reddit, there were 24, as of this morning, 24 or 25, what they call mega threads. Mega threads of people in Ottawa, and they're only allowing people in Ottawa to complain about what they're experiencing. Then, in the middle of all this, they realized that we, that conservatives, people like me, were all watching them, laughing at how crazy it is. So put up image 16, Mr. Producer. This is where they realize, guys, this one guy says, they're aware of the mega, mega threads and that we're extremely triggered. And a conservative chimes in. You guys now have 24 multi-thousand comment threads of nothing but incessant whining for the past two days. What would you call it? So at this point in the show, you're going to see that <laughs> their mental health is starting to significantly deteriorate. You see, in the beginning, they are the Karens. They're calling the police. They're calling the manager, trying to get these truckers removed. They're not getting their way. So their mental health is starting to deteriorate, and it gets really, really funny. Before I get to that, i got to remind you, this podcast is sponsored by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your loved ones, should any of you need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical procedure. This isn't something we think about. I mean, just look at this gridlock in Ottawa. It, it, no one intends for this, but ambulances aren't going to be able to get through there. You don't need a protest of a bunch of truckers to do that. Even just rush hour traffic on the highway after a pileup can make it impossible to get to a hospital by ambulance. Lots of people in the suburbs and even in cities need to be airlifted to hospitals, and it's very expensive. It costs tens of thousands of dollars. Don't let this potentially bankrupt your family. Sign up with AirMed Care Network today. Here's how it works. $85 gets you coverage for one year for not just you, not just your spouse, but also your household. So if you have kids, your household as well. It's less per year if you're a senior citizen, though I don't believe it would cover kids. And it's less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, you will never pay one cent for an air medical transportation flight. It really is excellent coverage. It's a rainy day plan. You hope you never need it, but you pray to God you have it if you do. And here's the big bonus. When you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And then very important, you use promo code daily, D-A-I-L-Y. They're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of a gift card. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So it, it, their mental health is deteriorating. I want to play a clip. Just give me a chance to take a sip of water because my voice is starting to get phlegm. <laughs> I want to show you how the media is covering it. Miss Brewster, we're going to play cut B2. 
On the road, on a mission. Truckers passed through Thunder Bay today with sights set on Ottawa. Supporters greeting them along the way again. We believe that the mandates, the blanket mandates, uh, go against our human rights. For the first time, the Prime Minister weighed in directly on the convoy, saying 90% of truckers are vaccinated. As for the protesters... Small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other. Ottawa police are taking the lead on security Saturday, saying in a virtual press conference they are preparing for thousands to descend on Parliament Hill. What started out as a single expression of demonstration through what was called a freedom convoy involving vehicles from across Canada um, over the last several days, and particularly in the last 24 hours, has changed substantially. There is increasing concern about violent online rhetoric supporting the convoy and that those with extreme views are planning on attending. Pat King is in the convoy and claims to be an organizer. He is known for his far-right views and using homophobic uh, how, and racist language in the past. Other convoy racist leaders language. are now distancing themselves from King, but King is dismissing their concerns. 100% that it's had to be done due to the PR. It had to be done. It had to. So, it is what it is. Anti-hate groups are concerned about what this weekend could bring. Uh -huh. Okay, let's cut it. People who've been posting anti -hate messages. Anti-hate groups are concerned. Uh, anti-hate group. This is the propaganda that they're pushing people. And so one of the commenters just said their mental health has disappeared a long time ago. Yeah, you're right. This is triggering. That's why they're calling it the honkening. The honkening. So let's get into some of these. <clears throat> this one's funny. Put up image 20, A20. Turnips are good. She writes, I'm really upset at what is clearly a masculine expression of an anger. The loud horns, the engines revving, the big trucks, the unwashed men sleeping in their trucks. While these men have a certain swagger, I feel we need to stop and be kind. Pretend date says, you're so right. This whole show is just entitled male syndrome on crap. Another one says, there's plenty of crazy ladies among them, and turnips are a good response. Yes, we notice them. But as a queer feminist, I hate to say it, those guys looked rugged. Those guys looked rugged. So here's how you know how big of an impact this protest is having. It's turning the queer feminists straight because of the unwashed men sleeping in their trucks. This is going to get weirder. I promise you, hit that share button if you haven't already. If you're on Rumble, I need you to hit the Rumble button. That's the little plus sign below the video. You got to hit the Rumble button because this is going to get weirder and weirder. This is just the beginning. And I've tried to weed out trolls. I don't, maybe some of these are trolls. But a lot of these are just, are they, they certainly ring true. They certainly ring true. But that one is a queer feminist being turned straight by the unwashed men sleeping in their cab. <clears throat> this one I can't believe. <clears throat> this is the one of all the ones that I think might be a troll. This one is put up A21. Whew. How's downtown looking right now? How do we think it's going to be by tomorrow come commute time? Hawking continues with no end in sight. This is what I, 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 this has to be a troll. 
she writes, my vagina is shaking. I'm shaking. Literally everything is just shaking so badly right now. And I don't know how to stop this mess. It just needs to be okay. And not around all these bad vibrations from truck horns and engines and smelly gas fumes. The noxious fumes are literally wafting up from the streets into my apartment and then raping my inner nostrils. My dogs have been crying all night and all day long at these disgusting brutes. F these people. Her genitals are shaking. That if any one of these is a troll, that would have to be. But then again, these people are so crazy. That might be real. You can't you, you can't put it past them. Put up 22, image 22. This one, again, is this a troll? Having the worst morning ever. My wife is sick with food poisoning. And this morning she got woken up by a train horn and the bed. Now I'm stuck waking up early doing laundry when all I want is to sleep in and get some peace and quiet. <laughs> and the perfectly named commenter Rectal Jihad says, this is the funniest thing I've read all, mor all morning. The train horn forced his wife to the bed. I, I, I thought I've heard everything. But no, it gets worse. It gets much worse. Go to image 23. The cats are also getting in on the bed. Our kitty fear pooped in our bed, among other places. She never has accidents outside the box. I'm livid. My poor little girl. I feel so terrible for the pets of downtown. So not only are wives crapping their beds, but now the cats are crapping the beds. The humanity. What were they? What were they the felinity. Is that, that the word? I don't even know if that's the word. And here's where it starts sounding like trolls, but I don't think these are trolls. Put up image 24. Girlfriend had to relocate. Welp, the girlfriend and I had to relocate after three straight days of this nonsense. Torture methods that have induced panic attacks and PTSD. Good job, effers. Go image 25. They're talking about ways to avoid it. <laughs> I realized that the most soundproof place in my condo is my bathroom. Now, although that is very useful when I get overzealous in the kitchen, I also believe it may help here. Consider your bathrooms as a possible sanctuary if you live downtown and the noise is getting to you. Run a nice bath or shower. <clears throat> Perhaps set up a little nest for your pets if they're too stressed out by the plague bearers noises. Hide in the bathrooms, folks. Hide in the bathrooms. One, one of these Leftists decided to go out and try and confront the protesters. And it was a funny little reaction that they posted online for everyone to see. Put up image 26. Market everything writes, I went out to flip off the protesters and one even had the gall to yell, quote, it goes over the nose. Comment to my comment on my mat to comment on my mask. I bar can't barely take this anymore. So they went outside to, to flip the bird to the protesters and the protesters reminded them that they should be wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, <coughs> can't make this up. Image 27. Oh man, the dog walkers are pissed. Says I work as a dog walker and I've been awake at 7 a.m. I have to be awake at 7 a.m. All night I couldn't sleep because of the constant noise. My girlfriend met a guy 
from the convoy and he was sleeping over last night. So I had to sleep near the window on the couch and I just can't deal with the honking and noise. I'm about two seconds from taking my things and moving. It's driving me insane. Somebody needs to shut them down. That might be a troll. But then again, these are the rugged men, the unwashed men sleeping in their cabs. They have the power to turn the queer feminist straight, not beyond the realm of possibility. <laughs> Put up image 29. Jump ahead to image 29. <laughs> Day three of the great honking here in downtown. Contacted my counselor, adding my voice to those asking the authorities to start making arrests and bringing this clown show to, the en to an end. The prospect of this stretching into the work week is not encouraging. But from what I've seen, they're talking about staying in Ottawa until the PM resigns. That's not how democracy works. We do not live in a honkocracy. I want to I want to put this up because I love that word, a honkocracy. <laughs> this is a honkocracy now. <laughs> Image 30, they're calling this psychological torture. Could we just get one hour without the air horns blasting? Just one hour to think straight, just one. Another person writes, this is psychological torture. Even after they stop, the sound still echoes in your mind. Phantom honking. That's another term that's coming out. The phantom honking that they hear how many, they, they, they can't get the honking out of their ears even after they turn it off. And they did. They stopped honking between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. But they, they started up abruptly at 7.01 a.m. <laughs> Image 31. Losing his mind. So jealous of everyone that has reported it's quiet down loud as ever near King Edward and Rideau. Losing my mind officially. Go to image 32. Here's where the train horn starts making an appearance. I am declaring a vendetta on the black pickup truck with the train horn that is driving around downtown, pulling up beside people, blasting the horn, and driving away laughing. Anyone with information on that truck, license plate number, photos, etc., um, please respond here or whatever, and then link me. All I have right now is that it's a big, black, jacked-up, flying Freedom Convoy 2022 and F. Trudeau flags and has two white guys in the late 20s, early 30s in the cab, one of them <laughs> wearing green. I can't stop this convoy, but maybe we can gather information to help get a hold of that particular a-hole responsible. Too long didn't read F. the train horn truck in particular. In a fit of anger, edit, in a fit of anger and, and masochism, I messaged the Freedom Convoy Facebook group about the train horn truck and asked them to condemn him, make it clear he's not welcome, and share his name and license plate. I also said this was a chance to convince me they weren't completely lying about not being completely a-holes. I am not in any way optimistic about this being productive or useful, but at this point, F it. So now he is begging them to condemn, admonish, Train horn. <laughs> but the train horn's having a lot of effects, man. The train horn is breaking up marriages. Put up image 33. He writes, I can't stop crying. My wife and I have been suffering extreme anxiety and sleep deprivation as there's a giant truck blowing its horn right outside beside our apartment. My wife says she's going to go sleep at a male friend's house. He lost her. She's going to sleep at another dude's house all because of the train horn. Put image 34. Just when they think 
the train horn's done. <laughs> I like this one. This, oh, F. The train horn is back. <laughs> put up put up image 35. <laughs> this is someone we're going to cover in depth. Agent Dana Scully, FBI. I, I wanted to show you a, a bit of what everyone's saying, but I want to also follow one specific user to show you how their mental health has deteriorated. Agent Dana Scully, FBI, writes on red, Oh, God, it's only getting worse. I'll be hearing these horns long after they're gong, gone. <laughs> Some of the other ones, I'll skip over the next one. It's like, oh, the phantom honks. I can hear them even when they're not honking. But let's dive into this Agent Scully. If that is your real name, Agent Scully. I want to show you just how quickly someone can completely devolve into losing their mind. Put up image 37. <laughs> Agent Dana Scully. Just refer to them as Scully. Scully writes, if it wasn't for that one particular horn, strain horn, I could probably fall asleep right now. Every time I think it's over, that one effing horn comes back. Someone says sound torture is a legit psychological warfare tactic. And another person says, correctly, don't feed the trolls. But Scully doesn't get that. Go to image 38. Scully says, I don't, it's begun again. <laughs> I don't know if I can listen to this stuff for another day especially with work tomorrow someone responds yeah i work from home and definitely can't work like this uh-oh go 39 you're just gonna keep going down the list i hope nothing good happens to train horn guy for the rest of his life i hate him <laughs> oh one guy says my neighbor's suffering from a mental breakdown the horn the honking has got has, has done it to them <laughs> Put up image 40. This is where Scully draws the line. Okay, the noise has started to annoy my cats, and that's where I draw the line. Time to go fight in the streets. But then they put in parentheses, not really. <laughs> go to 41. It's keeps going. Scully's very, very popular. Either the honking has really quieted down, or I've been listening to it for so long, I don't hear it anymore. Someone says, I think it's quieting down. Hopefully that continues during the night. Then they respond to themselves, smoke too soon, it's back. And Scully says, yep, sad face. <laughs> Image 42. In the middle of all of this, I don't want to jinx it for those of us near Slater, but I think the train horn might have packed it in for the night. Every time, and then someone says, every time someone makes a comment about the train horn, another 15 minutes gets added to its timer. <laughs> And then this is where it really falls apart for them. Image image uh, 43. It's been a, at least five blissful minutes without train horn. Could it be over? Could he have fallen asleep, died of hypothermia, shit his pants and had to leave? Could we be so lucky? And then she edits, damn it, he's back. <laughs> and then just to, just to wrap it up, how they know it will never end. The honking will be with them forever. Go to image 44 from Agent Dana Skelly, FBI. The honking is never going to end, is it? And someone says, I can't tell if it's real anymore or phantom honking. <laughs> and then someone says, it's honk tinnitus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me take it down.
I want to take you through that just so just so you can see one individual of how just over the course of two days they have completely lost it and the left is losing it listen i'm sure if someone was outside my home with a train horn i'd probably lose it too but people wouldn't be outside of a train horn in my neighborhood because i'm not right next to parliament or congress there's no reason to protest here the reason that these people are so pissed is because they've decided to live in the center of power in their country. So they live in downtown near Parliament Hill because they like that area, because that's where all the power sits, the power to create these unconstitutional mandates. So they're angry, but really they have no one to blame but themselves when they have voluntarily chosen to live in an area where right next to the seat of power for their, for their country, they like, Obviously, they like that. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't pay me to go live next to the White House. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? They brought this on themselves. I do feel bad for people who can't work. I feel bad for that. Right. I, I, I really do. And I, and I hope that there isn't too much pain caused by this. But ultimately, the only way they're going to get any um, <laughs> the only way they're going to get any any solution that the truckers is if more people come in this last longer. They said they have enough for two to four years. I think that's going to be hard to do. But listen, you, you look at the Arab Spring. The Arab Spring, they topple governments in a, in a few days just by people getting into the streets. It's possible to do. Now, Justin Trudeau, the master of disguise, he has fled. Some say he's fled the country. So there's no one there to listen, but Parliament's supposed to be in session today. And, and this is something we're seeing from the left. They are trying to criminalize, demonize protests. Now, anyone who, who got out of hand, who punched a police officer on January 6th, obviously we condemn it. No one should be punching cops, right? Breaking things, stealing things. You can't, you can't endorse that. But the vast majority of the people there at, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th were peaceful protesters. Even the majority of people who walked inside the Capitol building were peaceful protesters. But the whole reason they were there was so that members of Congress would hear them. When people feel like they don't have a voice, they go to the seat of power in their country and they get loud because that's the only way they feel they can have a voice. Listen, these people have been taken down off of social media. They've been taken down off of fundraising sites. The media is not reporting it honestly. They feel like they have nothing else to lose. They have, they have no other way to get their message out there. So yeah, the truckers, the people who you don't really think about until you have a supply chain crisis, the truckers are going to have their moment. And I hope that moment lasts a long time. I really do. But you can't ignore them anymore. Far too often, liberals, and in complete honesty, sometimes conservatives too, ignore the people that shouldn't be ignored. Trudeau had no problem celebrating truckers last year when they were bringing him food. Now that they're demanding that their rights be respected, all of a sudden that they're terrorist white supremacists. This is going to get worse because realize every trucker there is not bringing goods to market. Every trucker there is not stocking shelves. And I've heard, I don't know how true this is, it's possible. I have heard that there are other truckers who aren't there who are also refusing just to deliver. Now, if you work for a company, that's going to be harder. But if you're, if you're an owner operator, you choose your, your own hours. You choose what, what, loads you pick up and what loads you don't. So this is going to get bad. If they think the cat shitting the bed or the wife shitting the bed is really bad, just wait 
until they go to the grocery store and there's no laundry detergent because <laughs> the truckers that they hate didn't drop it off. That's when this is going to get real. And I hope, I hope it gets to that point. I hope it gets to that point. And, and Zach in the comment section on DLive says, these guys are protesting in negative 30 degree weather. Yeah, that's how you know it's legit. They're not comfortable. That's not comfortable, guys. I mean, even sleeping in 50 or 40 degree weather in your cold in your car is not comfortable. But they're putting that aside and they're doing what they need to do to protect their rights. Because correctly, they know that no one's going to speak for them if they don't. No one's going to speak for them if they don't. This was a funny comment. Just to wrap up that part, put up image uh, 46. <laughs> image 46. This guy writes, I live in Montreal and what you're going through is horrible and all, but will all my stuff from Amazon still be arriving on Monday? Sorry to be a B, but if you guys are hoarding all the truck drivers, then how are my packages going to get there? Going to get here. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps this all up in a nice bow. You see, that person who is blocked out because they're not actually being triggered. They're just asking a very stupid but legitimate question. They're noticing that their two-day delivery isn't two days anymore. Now, Amazon owns most of their trucks, right? They own most of their own delivery drivers. Amazon probably is going to be minimally affected. But if someone, if someone uh, ships something through any other private shipper, and that shipper utilized owner-operators, which isn't likely, but maybe, it could delay it. So they're, they're starting to realize that these trucks, I like how they, they explained it. You guys are hogging all the truckers. <laughs> yeah, no, Ottawa doesn't see it that way. They're starting to realize that this is going to have big implications. Th these aren't, listen, it's not a teacher strike happening in the middle of the summer, right? A teacher strike in the middle of the summer means nothing because the kids aren't in school. Truckers protesting in the middle of a supply chain crisis in the middle of winter is going to have a big impact. It only takes a little a little disruption to cascade and take down the whole supply chain. Remember, just in the United States, it only took backlogs in the ports of LA and surrounding ports to stop people all across the country from getting what they need, what they ordered. A few thousand trucks, tens of thousands of trucks not doing their job, truckers not doing their job in protest. Yeah, that's going to cause a big disruption. They're starting to realize that. Gonna, we're gonna warn everyone though. If, if I know the protests are still going on, and during the daytime, that's when a lot of people who aren't in trucks. They come out and they protest and they go home. Um, the truckers are the ones living in trucks. People aren't locals aren't deliberately sleeping outside. If you see this guy though, you have to run. Put up B three image B three. If you see Ray Epps, <laughs> and for everyone on the audio version, this is a picture of Ray Epps wearing a Tim Hortons hat, an Oilers jersey with a hockey stick, with a quote, we need to go inside le parlement. <laughs> don't listen to him. If he tells you to storm le parlement, don't listen. Don't listen. Can neither confirm nor deny whether Ray Epps is on the ground. But if you see this man, do not storm le parlement. <laughs> listen, we're having a good time because I, I love... When leftists freak out, I love, I love drinking up the liberal tears. I love mining for salt on these threads. But we have to recognize that this is a big deal, right? As funny as it is that liberals 
are having their wives shit their beds or cats shit their beds. As funny as that is, <laughs> and it's, it's very funny. Understand what these truckers are fighting for. And as I said at the start, the majority of the truckers there, apparently, according to the, the protests themselves, are vaccinated. Willingly vaccinated. They got vaccinated before there even was a mandate. This is not about the vaccine. This has nothing to do with the vaccine. This has to do with the government mandate, where the government has the authority to force you to take it. According to the truckers and everyone supporting them, the answer should be no. According to Justin Trudeau, the answer should be yes. And the reason that Justin Trudeau thinks the answer should be yes, you can understand that when you see how he views the truckers. Let's put up image A0 again. This is that tweet from Justin Trudeau two years ago, A0, where he thanked the truckers. Remember he said, hashtag thank a trucker. This... The left has a concept known as a white savior complex. The idea that a white person driven by guilt of their skin color will talk down to black people and try and help them. This seems a little bit like that. You see, Justin Trudeau, this tweet, obviously you understand, given the context, he calls them radicals. He said their views are unacceptable, right? That That's a strong language. Trudeau said the truckers' views are unacceptable. That reminds me when Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York, said that pro-life New Yorkers have no place in the state. That is, a, that is beyond politics, right? That, that is dehumanizing. We joke on this podcast about dehumanizing because Joe gets banned on Facebook all the time for saying, oh, you look like a pig. Oh, banned for dehumanizing, right? He, but that's legitimately dehumanizing. And when you see this tweet from Justin Trudeau, the truckers don't need hashtag thank a trucker. Truckers don't care. They're not TikTok nurses dancing in between codes for views. I'm going to take down my screen. The truckers don't care about hashtag thank a trucker. They want to be able to work. They want to be able to earn a living. And they want no one to be standing in the way of their ability to earn a living. They don't care about hashtag thank a trucker. They don't care about people going on their balconies every night at 7 p.m. and clapping for them. I've, I've never met a single trucker who would respond positively to that. And Trudeau knows that, right? It, there's, there's, there's contempt. Even though he's saying thank a trucker, there's still contempt in it because he, he approaches it assuming that the truckers need to be thanked. No, they're, they are not like the TikTok nurses. They don't need constant reinforcement. Truckers are a different breed, especially Canadian truckers. I mean, I've never, I, I've never <laughs> met a Canadian trucker. I've watched ice road truckers. I know not all trucking in Canada is like ice road truckers. But it's a separate breed, right? It's, it's one thing to be hauling goods in the American South. It's another thing <laughs> to be trucking through the tundra. They don't care about these hashtags. They don't care about the hashtag activism. They don't care about the hugs and the kumbaya. They just want to be left alone. And at the end of the day, most people, Americans and Canadians, just want to be left alone. They just want to be left alone. You see the latest news that Justin Trudeau now says he has COVID? <laughs> oh, yes, COVID. Triple vaxxed, 
gets COVID, goes into hiding. The left, the, the, the pro-vaxxers, whatever you want to call it. I mean, at this point, the Pfizer should be a religion because the, the, the belief that people have in these for-profit companies that have a terrible track record of screwing people over, it, it's, it's cult-like. I mean, these, this is the cult of Pfizer. It's the cult of Moderna. It's the cult of Johnson & Johnson. The cult of Fauci. They will not admit that they were wrong. I mean, they will not admit that the vaccine didn't stop this wave. I mean, you, you look at the actual graphs of deaths, fatalities after vaccinations, higher than before. Total deaths, you look at in, in the United States or in Canada, people dying of all causes went up. Now, in fairness, we, when we were locked down in, um, in 2020, there were fewer Deaths. I mean, there were there were more ODs. There were more suicides. Strangely, there were there were some months where there were more car accidents, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But there were fewer accidents um, because people weren't out and about. So in some way, there's uh, there's an expectation that when people are no longer locked inside their homes, that things will happen and people will, will unfortunately pass away. But it, that doesn't explain this. The, the left is unwilling to admit that they were wrong. They're unwilling to do it. So they double down. You get people like Justin Trudeau saying that their views are unacceptable. What is so unacceptable about my body, my choice? That was a rallying cry of the left, not only in the United States, but also in Canada for decades. What's so radical about that? So I, I hope that the Canadian truckers stay the course. I hope that they stay. <laughs> I don't know how... The only way they're going to move is if the truckers voluntarily leave the area. Like, as we just covered, the, the tow trucks support the truckers. The police support the truckers. I don't know how they're going to get rid of them. The only way would be to arrest them. But then what do you do with the trucks? I've even heard some rumors, and I'm trying to verify this, that there have been some trucks that have actually taken off their wheels. That is crazy how they got a jack under those trucks in negative 30 degree weather and took off their wheels. If that's true, then that is, <laughs> that's commitment. That's commitment. Just so they can't be towed. But I don't see how this ends other than the truckers voluntarily leaving. And as long as they have enough fuel, as long as they have enough food, water, and, and, and money. I mean, I, I guess one thing that could make them leave is their inability to pay their bills. But these people are willing to risk everything because the government's taking everything. You can't look at these as purely, I mean, it, it's as rational as it gets, right? But when you think of it from like our point of view, like a rational exercise, like, oh, well, I have, I have work on Monday morning. I can't protest through Monday. I have to go to work to, at the, at the work so I can feed my family so I can pay my, my mortgage or my rent. When you're in a position though, where everything is being taken away from you, where you are protesting the government's attempt to take away your ability to earn a living, everything else goes out the window. So yeah, I, I think many of these guys are going to stay there as long as possible. And unless the tow trucks decide to flip, I don't know how they drag these people out. And I hope they don't. Because as funny as it is, of, oh, my, my wife crapped her pants. Uh, oh, my wife is shacking up with one of the protesters. Oh, my wife went to stay at a male friend's house. As funny as that stuff is, realize 
their voices are being heard. For the first time, truckers are being heard. Now, the left has contempt for that. They hate that voice. But their voice is being heard. And on the left, liberalism, you'd always, we were always told that liberalism was always about giving a voice to the voiceless. Isn't it funny how over the past two years, the very people who feel so ostracized, not just in Canada, but also in the United States, people who've lost their children to the vaccine, getting silenced, banned on social media, kicked out of banks. It, it shows you just how hypocritical the left has always been. And it took these past two years to finally reveal it to the world. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, you got to do me a favor. I need you to subscribe to the audio version. Even if you watch the video version and it, we do go live 7 a.m. Eastern, 11 uh, no, sorry, 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Even if you watch the video version, please subscribe to the audio version. Here's why. Sometimes you can't watch video. I get it. We all have busy lives. The audio version is going to let you listen as you're driving, right? As, as you're waiting at the DMV, waiting for your oil change, whatever. Make sure you subscribe to the audio version. If you can, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, it's super simple. Click the link in the description. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Even if you don't have an Apple phone or Apple laptop, you can download iTunes and subscribe to us there. If you can, I know it's an extra step, but that is the premier ranking for podcasts, and that helps us reach more people. Most of our downloads come through Apple Podcasts. So if you haven't already, please do leave us a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Um, so check us out there. All those links, again, are in the description. Uh, if you need a little reminder when we're going live, you can text the word freedom to 89517, 89517, text freedom, the word freedom, and you'll get added to our text alert system, giving you a notification, telling you when we're going live, what we're talking about, and then how, when, and where you can watch. Sometimes it changes. Like we had a couple episodes where Joe did with, with Jake Lang last week. Sometimes people call us out of the blue. One of the January 6th prisoners calls us. He only has 20 minutes to talk before they drag him away from the phone. The best way to get alerts for things like that, sign up for the text alert system. Also, make sure you sign up for our um, Fax Blast email newsletter. Very important. we got lots of things coming down the pike. February 18th is the deadline for Congress to pass an appropriations package. That sounds nerdy. It sounds lame. That's the government funding to fund the entire government. And everything we've been fighting against, the left is trying to fund it. So we have to fight with everything we've got. Need your help, so sign up for our newsletter. Again, that link is in the description. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet. fight to take back Canada is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together. <laughs>